What's up, guys? Max here, back with another episode of the Scuttlebutt Show. Let me give a quick rundown and say what's up to everybody in the chat. Nick coming in first, just behind, just above Larry, Kaiser, Andrew, Rambo, Eric, Nuggets, Earl, Chris, everybody in the house today for Friday's episode, the last episode of the week of the Scuttlebutt Show. It's great to have you guys here. It is a pleasure and an honor to be able to present the show to you today, as always. Let's get started right off the bat with a couple announcements. First off, Yesterday, we talked about that story with the Army PAO officer who got in trouble for the tweet. Nikki MGTV, good friend of the channel, did a full comprehensive breakdown of that video. So I want you guys to all check that out. If you have a chance, go, go check out Nikki's video where he took the time to read all the tweets, read all the responses, get the updates, show it from the side of the female who's involved. Warriors and Whiskey, what's up? Welcome to the chat. Always a pleasure to have Warriors and Whiskey in the house. Uh, so... Uh, it's so I hope that the stream's doing good. I did see I was having some internet issues earlier. A couple things to announce right off the bat is on Patreon right now, there is a video that I just posted. I was up really late last night working on it and it is for patrons only right now. It'll be coming out to YouTube, but give it some time. So for Patreon, you can go watch this video right now. It is available for you. It is my breakdown of the some of the craziest drone scenes in films, and uh, I do an analysis of all of that, so go check it out. I hope you guys get a chance to. I, if you do, let me know what you think of it. If you're not on Patreon, you can join at any tier and get access to that episode right now before it hits on YouTube. Also, today, we have another couple of crazy stories out of the Army, a couple of crazy stories out of the Army, which are totally out of control. Um... It should be fun to do. And some people had mentioned to me that I should get Battlefield 5 when we were streaming the game yesterday. So guess what? A man of the people. I did. I did get Battlefield 5. So we have Battlefield 5 and we can play that today for our game because I don't think today's episode is going to be that long. There was not that much news today. It was all yesterday. All the news was yesterday. But we do have some awesome stories to talk about. I'm actually glad that the show doesn't have too many stories because we actually have some that I know we're going to take a longer time and I want to devote the time that's needed to them to make it the best that it can be. What's up, Lucas? Welcome. Let's see. Chris says, have you reacted to the U.S. Army recruitment animation ad? Oh, we're about to. Oh, we are about to. Techno Ruffles, if you were to reconnect an MOS, uh, recommend an MOS, what would you, which would you suggest? Which branch? Are you talking about Marine Corps? Are you talking about the Marine Corps? Please let me know which branch. Army's out of control. Let's go. BFS. Battlefield 5. Oh, my God. Eric, I just said thought 5 was an S because I'm going blind because I'm old. But you need it on Xbox. No, I have it on PC. Army once again wilding. It's true. But... That's not the only people who are wilding out because you know who's been wilding since the 70s? You know who's been wilding since long before I was born and I feel like we'll be wilding long after all of us are gone is, let me jump over here, Arnold freaking Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger is about to start another TV show. I just watched Terminator 2 like two days ago because it's the best Terminator movie ever. One of the rare times where the sequel beats the original. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is not done. He said, I am not done. I've got another one. And even another one. because he's coming out for the TV series right now, I love Arnold. I got to give it a, a shout out to Arnold who lived the American dream and called his shot back in the 70s, comes to America, becomes a bodybuilder, becomes a movie star, marries a Ken 
Kennedy and gets into politics. He called it. He called his shot like the babe and he got it. He nailed every part of his life up until this point and he's not done yet. It's been more than 50 years since he made his film debut in Hercules in New York and Arnold Schwarzenegger is set for his first television starring role in an upcoming spy series on Netflix. He'll be joined by Monica Barbaro, who's best known for her role as Anna Valdez on Chicago PD and Chicago Justice. I don't know how all those Chicago shows are connected. It's kind of crazy. There's no title yet for the show, but Schwarzenegger and Barbaro play a father and daughter. Here's where it gets a little silly, who unbeknownst to each other have been working secretly as CIA operatives for years. Can somebody say Mr. and Mrs. Smith plot ripoff? A world crisis forces them to reveal their true jobs to each other, and they must work through a whole batch of issues while learning to save the world. So I don't know how that sounds to me. I'd love to hear how that sounds to you guys. What's your favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Some people have already started dropping in the chat. We've got uh, The Predator. We've got, isn't he like 80-something? I think he is like 80-something. He's not. He does not do retirement. He is the man. Get to the chopper. Let's see. The Predator is so good. Somebody likes Bill Burr. What was the Bill Burr reference? I missed it. Uh, so Techno Ruffle says Navy. Recommend an MOS for the Navy. Well, I can always recommend my rate, which was AT aviation electronics technician that's alpha tango i think you have to join the navy as what's called av which means after you join you might end up as an ae or an at an alpha echo or an alpha tango but that's a great job that was my job i can always recommend that if you have any interest in medicine hospital corpsman is one of the greatest jobs in the military ever and we're going to talk about hospital corpsman today as a matter of fact if you have any interest in going special operations and you are thinking seal swick and you're not sure maybe you're not sure about those eod is actually a great choice Air crew is a great choice. Warriors and Whiskey coming in with air crew is a great choice. Air crew is a great choice. Air crew, EOD, SWIC, SEAL. Uh, you could be a, a religious, uh, what is it, a religious administrator, religious chaplain's assistant job is kind of a cool job too. You get to go travel around and do a lot of interesting stuff for sure, and you can go work with Marines. It all depends on what you're interested to. I can always recommend AT. A, the AV program is one of the best. And I actually joined the Navy under the undesignated program, which I believe is called the PACT program now. And if you want more information about that, email me at thescuttlebuttshowgmail.com. We can talk offline about it because that is a whole story on its own. Again, guys, I just want to remind you that Patreon right now, I just, I was up so late last night into the middle of the night. I woke up at 4 a.m. this morning edited video, went to the gym, came back, finished editing video, got it done. I literally uploaded it to Patreon minutes before this show started. And when I, and, and I, when I do that, it's available only for Patreon members for a couple days until I publish it on YouTube. So right now that video is on Patreon. If you haven't had a chance to check out the Patreon link in the description and you join Patreon, not only do you get early access to all the non-live show videos, but you also get a, if you join as an elite patron, free t-shirt on your second month, you guys, a free t-shirt on your second month of membership. So hope you guys all get a chance to check that out and scuttlebuttshow.com for all the other merch and all that stuff, like the super legit t-shirt that I'm wearing right now. Burr has a great 10 minute rant on Arnold versus the epidemic of gold dicking W's. Oh, I got to check that out. Arnold is uh, Arnold had a crazy life. Rambo says the predator is so good. He's in a spy show. Nice action hero motivator. How about last action hero as a great Arnold movie? Warriors and whiskey says kindergarten cop. I love last action hero, but I think I should have, I made a mistake recently and I went back and rewatched it and it did not hold up to the test of time. It was a little lame on the second watch. Lucas says, what's your favorite branch in the military other than the Navy? You're going to make me leave out the Navy, Lucas? Man, that's tough. Ah, that's tough because what other branch is good besides the Navy? I cannot recommend going in as an HT. I cannot either. 
I cannot recommend HT. I cannot recommend Nuke. Uh, there's a whole, I have a whole, I have a big list of ones I would not recommend. Let's see. Lucas, what's my favorite branch in the military other than Navy? By the way, guys, today, I don't know if I just said it, is a great day for questions because we don't have that many stories today. So if you guys have any questions for me for about anything that's been going on on the show or anything at all, let me know. I'm happy to answer questions today. So what's my favorite branch in the military other than the Navy? Let's break it down like this. I've spent a lot of time with the Army. I've spent a lot of time deployed and working with the Army, and it's not them. It's not the Army, okay? So let's we can leave that on the table. I live across the street from Risner, uh, from Kadena Air Force Base, which has Risner Gym, Risner facilities, which I love. I go to them every day. I do love the way that the Air Force does business. When I was in Afghanistan, I would always go eat at the Air Force DFAC. They had great food. The Air Force had the great gym. The Air Force had the great everything. The Air Force is a can't miss choice. You basically, if you join the Air Force, you're kind of good to go. Then we've got the Marine Corps the most hardcore branch by far. I got to give it up to them. It's really true what they say. The Marine Corps is hardcore. That is true. So there's that. You got to give it up to them. So that holds a lot of weight. Like the Air Force has it good. They have that good life. They have that good money, the good barracks, all that stuff. So let me think, let me think, let me think. I'm, and then the Space Force, too soon to tell. Too soon to tell. So I'm going to have to go with the Marine Corps. Because I love the aggression. I love the hardcore attitude. I love the fitness program. I love the work that they do. I got to go Marine Corps. Other than the Navy, it's the Marine Corps. Does that count? Can I even do that? Let's see. Where are we at here? We got, uh, uh, let's see, Commando and uh, Daedong Chong. Arnold and Daedong Chong. Commando is great. Have you heard of the Steel Division in Squad? It's a mod with MG, MA2s, and Little Birds and stuff. Squad mods are crazy. Even a horror mod. I have to check out some of those squad mods. For sure. I don't, I haven't done any of those. Army is the best branch. Kaiser says, I'm going to have to give it a no go on that. Let's see. What's your take on CBs? Uh, uh, you can, so if you become a CB, you mean CBs like a construction battalion, like, um, equipment operator, uh, steel worker, that kind of stuff. Great rate to be in great community to be in the C I have a whole video on CBs on my channel. So if you, if you look up, uh, wh what it's like, what it's really like to be a CB or something like that on my channel, uh, you'll find my whole video on it. And I like the CBs a lot. They do great work. They have a hard job though. You can expect to be work really hard as a CB. Okay. So that's one thing I would say you will be working hard. I always forget about the CBs because the CBs is like, they're not even in the Navy. Honestly, the CBs is like a whole nother branch. It might as well be a whole nother branch in the military. They don't, if you're not a CB and you just stay kind of in the blue Navy, you'll never even see the CBs. You'll never even know they exist. The only, the only way you would even know is the CBs have a special patch on their uniform over their right breast pocket. And that's the only thing that identifies CBs. So that way you actually know who they are. When they, and they, and they usually wear different ball caps too, when they're out and they usually look like they've been working too. So that's the difference between CBs and everybody else. Let's see. Branch, uh, Defendery, it's all part of my quasi-semi sort of kind of, but not really baloney fantasy I made up. Okay. I don't, I missed what you, where, where that started from. Marine Corps for me, Marines, Marines are Naval Infantry. Marines are delusional. <laughs> Speaking of Steel Division, if you like very realistic time strategy games, check that game out. Steel, Steel Division? Is that a different game as well? Who was your best friend in the military if he or she was in your branch which one was he, she in nuggets? That's an interesting question. My best friend, his name is Scotty and he is, uh, he watches the show sometimes and he's out in San Diego. Uh, he was in the Navy too. He was every command that I went to in the Navy. He went to first. 
So basically every single command that I went to in the Navy, he was stationed there too, but before I was. Let's see. Uh, only reason to be like Army is because we build damn bases and every day gets better in country. Every day gets better in country? Well, you need to watch the Red Platoon episode. Scotty, beam me up. <laughs> yeah, Scotty does, in fact, know in this case. So there's that too. We had a story a couple weeks ago about a soldier in Afghanistan. Wait, I think it's Afghanistan. I think it's, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. A soldier in Syria who is now being tried for, uh, what was it? War crimes, something like that. I, I don't remember what the exact charge was, but I just saw him on Instagram. And I just want to remind you guys, I don't even have the, I, I just, this is like a one second before the show started. I pulled this up. I want to just let you guys know again about the website. We've talked about this before, UAP.org. It's United American Patriots. What they do is they represent military members who have been wrongfully tried by the military within the UCMJ or court-martialed, and they give them representation, access to legal guidance, legal counsel, and they're currently uh, um, advocating for that guy, Nickerson or something like that. I think his name was Nickerson. Yeah, here we go. It's this guy right here. Let's see if this link works. Let's see. U.S. troops levels in war zones such as Iraq and Afghanistan dwindled. It is logical to expect fewer cases of warfighters being accused of war crimes for battlefield actions overseas. The UAP, which exists to support and defend unjustly accused and convicted service members, has been asked whether we will continue to have a mission if there are no major wars going on. And so, yes, so they're talking about Army Sergeant First Class Robert Nickerson found himself and 16 of his men fighting their way out of a complex ambush during combat operations in Syria after being waved through a checkpoint. Now he's accused of those combat operations were somehow unlawful or he started them or something like that. He's going through his court martial right now. So you can follow this organization, the UAP.org, and rep, and you can see how you can support service members who are uh, facing charges that they believe are unjust, and the UAP is actually representing them. And Eric says, Pipe Hitters Foundation as well. Is that the one founded by Eddie Gallagher? Is, that, is the Pipe Hitters Foundation the Eddie Gallagher one? Help me remember. Is that what that is? I'm just going to assume that you guys can still hear me because my screen over here on my end has gone totally bonkers and looks like I'm not streaming anymore. But usually you guys say you can still hear me. So I'm going to go with that. If you listen on the podcast, no worries. You can hear me just fine. Um, so, you know, you guys can check that out. There are definitely things that are, um, oh, Wolfman Operator. What's up? It's Scad. Change your name. Scad, you're all, you, uh, this is like your third name. So Wolfman Operator is actually a cool name. Yes, it's founded by Eddie Gallagher. Got it. Yeah, the Pipe Hitters Foundation. I don't know that much about it. Um, I'll have to check it out. Let's see. Apple or Android. Let's. So you guys can check out UAP.org if you want to know more about this program. I get newsletters from them and stuff now. We actually have a podcast from like a year and a half ago with Aaron Vanderbeck, who's representing the MARSOC 3, which is still an ongoing case, believe it or not, an ongoing case of the MARSOC 3, the Raiders. And we have podcasts and episodes all about that. You guys can check that out back in the day. But you know, we always follow up stories here on the Scuttlebutt Show. Let's see. So we got a question of, do I prefer Apple or Android? Let me tell you something really quick, Lucas. I'm looking at my iPhone, my Apple Watch, my iMac Pro, my MacBook, my iPad, and... All of those things are connected. So you can say I'm a little bit of a fanboy of Apple. And I only ever switched to a PC. I even got a PC just so I could game with you guys. And I'm now using a PC too. And uh, just learning how to go into the folders and open up the programs and all this stuff. It's crazy. Going into the control panel, I'm having to learn Windows. But I'm doing that for you guys. Just so you know. 
Just so you know, I'm doing that for you guys. So like this video, share it. Check out the links in the description down below. Water bottle link to Amazon for my favorite water bottles down there. Any of that stuff supports this channel as I actually learn how to use a PC for you guys. Okay. That's the ultimate thing that I can do. It's my ultimate gesture of caring about the audience. Apple is a cult. Beep boop PC troubleshoot. Yeah, you're exactly right. Let's see. Have I ever seen a movie Jarhead? I have seen a movie Jarhead. I think it's a fine movie. It's kind of, it's interesting. Uh, Jarhead's kind of a weird movie. It's definitely a different sort of, uh, a different sort of movie for as far as a war movie goes, but it's good. I'm glad that they have a movie out there about Desert Storm. Let's see, like that of Eddie Gallagher, Bernard Carrick really fought good, long, and hard for him. He did a tremendous job. I don't know that much, so I don't know much about that. I don't know who Bernard Carrick is. I'll check that out. Let's see, what's my favorite breed of dog? Great question. So, growing up, I had a pit bull that I loved. Uh, his name was Zeus. He was a great dog. We rescued him. He was abandoned in our neighborhood in the winter back in, like, probably 1998 or something like that, and we rescued him brought him into our house with our other dogs. He was the greatest dog ever. He lived another 12 years, something like that. Uh, just awesome, awesome, great dog. Uh, and now we have a mutt. So I think mutt is probably my favorite breed. So mixed breed dogs tend to be the healthiest, have the least problems, less prone to uh, kind of, I don't know what the right word is, basically inbreeding or like breeding abuse, that kind of stuff. So when they're bred, they're, they're more... Le or less likely to come from like a puppy mill type factory thing um, where dogs are just mass produced and inbred. Let's see. What do I bench now? Dogs all day. What do I bench now? What did you bench during your time in the service? Nuggets. That's so, it's so interesting that you ask that. Me being sort of a vain person, I care about these things. Okay. I, I, I don't mind saying that. Uh, I care about how much I bench. Well, I used to care a lot more. When I was in the Navy, peak physical fitness condition, I could bench 350 pounds. Now I can bench like 275, 250, 275 at best for one rep where man, back in the day that used to be no problem. So I, uh, I've lost a lot, but the fact is I still get out there in the gym every day. I still lift. I still start, try, try to stay as strong as fit and fit as possible. I still run, just love that stuff. So just so you guys know, I'm big into the whole, you know, fitness, working out, you know, com competition. I love good competition, all that stuff. Uh, I'm all about it. Let's see. Did you have to take the PRT and NSW? What were PST times? Yes. So, Eric, to answer that question, I love these I love these questions, by the way. These are great. So, in NSW, if Warriors and Whiskey is still here, actually, you can uh, attest to this. In NSW, the standard for us was you always should be able to pass the PST, the SEAL screening test, you should always be able to pass. You should be at least in shape enough for that, right? So when you screen to come to NSW, they usually ask you to take that test and you go take it. And if you pass, then, you know, you're looked upon more favorably, although there was no specific requirement to have passed that to come over. But there were certain schools that we went to in NSW as enablers that did require us to take that test. And so, yes, we would take that and uh, we'd have to be able to pass it, but we would still take the PRT also. So every sailor, even if they're a SEAL, still takes the PRT, right? The twice a year, mile and a half run, push-ups and plank now. So yes, you still do that too. Uh, let's see. Trying to get back to lifting as soon as I get a pull-up bar and bench. What's my favorite car brand? Uh, let me tell you, Lucas, I'm not that big into cars, actually. I'm not a big car guy, but I am extremely excited. I am extremely excited 
to get back to the United States in a couple of years and buy my first electric car. I have my eyes on the Rivian, so I am super looking forward to getting my first electric car. I think that that's the future. That's the I I hope I never own a gas car again. Uh, it that's just me, and to each their own. I say I got no problem with anybody having whatever car they want. Okay, um, so let's see what do we got. I hate the Navy PT push-up max standard is freaking high. Hiram says, wow, man, puppy mills make doggies inbred with each other. Now I wonder why it's so mean and healthy and horrible. Yes, puppy mills can be really gross. Crushed at one and a half miles, 729. What were my PST times? So I, I was a really slow swimmer, okay? I was a really slow swimmer. So my swim was like 1130 or something like that. Nothing to brag about at all. My run time was in the tens usually. My push-ups, I would do like, uh, like 65, 70, something like that. But you're, you're talking like good form push-ups. I could knock out, I used to be able to knock out a hundred, you know, Navy push-ups, but good form push-ups, like 65, 70, 80 or 90 sit-ups and like 15 pull-ups, 15 or 20 pull-ups, something like that. Uh, if you guys think those are good numbers, you can let me know. If you think they're weak, let me know in the chat. Hello, this summer I got to get in gear, getting a gym membership soon, 215, six foot. Yeah, uh, yes, you are a big dude. I remember t- talking about this. Uh, you got to work that, uh, you got to work that cardio for sure, especially if you're getting ready to join the military. Have you seen the YouTube channel, Savage Actual? Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, they're good. Uh, they're kind of, they're kind of fun to watch. F250 Super Duty. Cool. Good to go. Do I like American football? And if so, what's your favorite team? I don't. I don't care about football at all. I have a uh, virtually zero interest in football. I'll maybe watch the Super Bowl if it's on. Um, and that's it. So I really, I played football in high school. I used to like the Jets when I did watch football back in the day. So you guys can roast me in the comments for that. But where I'm from in New York, that's the team that I ended up liking. Um, but I don't care about football at all. Do you have a short torso and arms relative to your legs? Uh, no, I have, I'm six foot two. Uh, I have long arms and legs. And I'm in general, just a large person. Let's see, bro. I can only do like four pull-ups. Drytho says I used to be able to do like 30 pull-ups, um, peak, peak condition, like 30 strict pull-ups, good strict pull-ups. We had it so good, but let me just tell you guys, we were surrounded by a culture of fitness. Okay. We had the first two to three hours of every day at work was dedicated to working out and people encouraged each other to work out. Everyone there loved to work out. So we boosted each other up. Like fitness was just a huge part of the deal. Okay. And so I was just amongst my peer group. I was average fitness. Like we were all like that. So it encouraged us to be better. So it was a lot easier in that situation to get in shape. Let's see, if you're a civilian remote pilot, would that help transfer to military DOD positions, MC? No, it would not. Um, if you're a military, if you're a civilian military pilot, you would still have to get qualified in the military completely. And there are, well, let me, I'm only speaking for the Navy right now, okay? Let me say that. I'm only speaking for the Navy because I don't know about the Air Force and Marine Corps and all that stuff. In the Navy, no, it would not help because you still have to join the Navy just like anybody else, especially if you're going enlisted. If you're going officer and you're a, are, are you saying you have like a part 107 remote pilot license? It won't really make any difference. If you, if, if what you're asking is, is a part 107 drone license going to make a difference to the military? No, probably not. 
Let's see. Jets, that explains a lot. Larry D trashing me over here. No, it's true. Swim should be better than that. Uh, I was not a fast swimmer. I just could not get down the side stroke faster than in the 11s. Just couldn't do it. I worked really hard at it, and that's how fast I could do it. So, come on, Max. At least choose the better of the three New York teams. What are you saying? The Bills are better than the Jets? That might be true, actually. But, I, but like I said, I'm, I'm totally out of uh, out of. I have no interest in football anymore whatsoever. Watching any good shows recently? I'm watching Six Feet Under. I am watching... Uh, uh, I just watched... What's it called? Jupiter's Legacy, and I hated it. I hated that show. It was so boring. Jupiter's Legacy was like the most boring show. Just episode after episode, nothing happens, and I cannot recommend it. So if you guys were thinking about watching that one, if you disagree with me, let me know in the chat. Let's see. A Ford Super Duty. What's your favorite country other than the U.S.? Japan, I guess. Uh, I, I love Japan. I've been living here for two years, and I love it. I've been to a ton of countries, and I love Japan. I don't know if Japan is the best country other than the United States, but it's the best one that I've ever been to. And as far as, you know, have you spent a lot of time here? It's definitely not. I, the only other countries besides Japan I've spent a lot of time in are Iraq and Afghanistan. So I can tell you, Japan's better than that by a lot. An army lieutenant going to Olympics trials in the 10K. Yeah, the, yes. And a wrestler too. Let's see. I'm a swimmer, Kaiser says. Nice. What show to you has your favorite depiction of the military? My favorite? My favorite is the unit. It's not my most realistic. I don't know what my most realistic is, though. Probably probably JAG, NCIS or something. But uh, my favorite is the unit. I, I don't know if I would call it a guilty pleasure, but the show The Unit was my favorite military show. It was so good, I thought. Like, you definitely have to pretend like you don't know anything about the military. You have to let all the realism stuff out, go out the window. But I love it. Um, let's see. Has anybody here out there seen the unit? Have any of you guys seen the unit? Are six packs pretty common within the SEAL teams? Yes, Eric. They're pretty common. They, they are pretty common. Let's see. Good news for myself for cooking, Jacob. Let's go. You got some bacon brewing. Italia is Bellissima. I've never been to Italy, so I couldn't tell you. Favorite video game is Halo. Favorite video game is Halo. Halo 1. Halo Combat Evolved. Favorite video game of all time, I can say without hesitation. Have you seen the documentary about Restrepo? Yes, it's really good. Philip, the unit was cool. Yeah, thanks, for, thanks Philip, for chiming in. The Philip, uh, Philip, welcome to the chat. And yes, the unit was cool. NCIS is awesome. Used to watch that with my dad all the time. NCIS was like, all those crime shows are the same. All those crime shows are the same. Let's see, what time is it? Third, we're 30 minutes in. I love these questions. Do you guys like me answering questions? Because I, I can do that. In the Navy, what was your favorite food to eat? Oh, I, I know the, I actually know the answer to this question. Uh, Nugget says, in the Navy, what was your favorite food to eat? And my favorite food that would come up in the galley, if this, if they were serving this at the galley or the defect or whatever, I was so stoked. I was like, get me two. Uh, it was chicken cordon bleu. Okay. Feel free. If you guys know the chicken cordon bleu meal from the military, you know, I'm sure it's frozen food heated up in a microwave or an oven or whatever. I loved the chicken cordon bleu. It's not an MRE. I'm talking galley food. The chicken cordon bleu, uh, came in like a little, um, roll like this. It looked like a, it looked like a Twinkie. Okay. Imagine a Twinkie scale it two times, put it breadcrumbs on it, 
And on the inside was chicken and cheese and ham. Oh, chicken cordon bleu, so good. If it, if it happened to be cooked all the way through too, even better. If there wasn't a frozen part in the middle that you would chip your teeth on, even better. So if I saw the chicken cordon bleu, I'm going back for seconds. My favorite MRE, if you guys are wondering about that, was spicy penny pasta. So I would be all about the spicy penny pasta. I would go rummage through the bags. I would take the spicy penny pasta and hoard that. That was my favorite. Let's see. What do we got here? Be starting to bake breads for myself. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, my wife just started making bread and it's so good, actually. Halo 1, yes. Love asking questions, Nugget says. Have you been on an aircraft carrier? I was stationed on an aircraft carrier as an undesignated airman. My very first station in the Navy was the USS Ronald Reagan, the aircraft carrier, CVN-76. I got my enlisted air warfare pin and my enlisted surface warfare pin, so I know all about the aircraft carrier. Yes. I've worked on the flight deck. I've worked below decks. I've worked in the cold areas. I've been in the freezers, been in the bil the bilges, uh, you name it. I've been all over that, the aircraft carrier. Let's see. Chili Mac for sure. Wolfman says my favorite food is breakfast. Deep fried hamster. Oh, gross. Is that what the uh, chicken cordon bleu looks like? Yeah, it does. Uh, my favorite microwave food is either Marie Callender's chicken pot pie or deva devour ravioli. I've never had devour. I've heard of it though. I love making my own twist on chicken cordon bleu. That sounds awesome. What was your dream job when you were a kid? I didn't have one, uh, but I found my way into it. It was the Navy. Um, no, I, that might sound cheesy, but it's true. I, uh, I loved the Navy. So I, I didn't have a dream job. I was a going nowhere person. I had no dreams, no future, no skills. I had a weird childhood. Uh, not a great student in school. Not a great family system, support system or anything like that. So I uh, didn't have a dream job. Let's see. Pizza MREs. I hate the pizza. I hate the pizza MRE. Hate the pizza MRE. Uh, the less work I have to do with an MRE, the better. The carrier. Isn't, uh, are you talking about the show, the carrier? Um, where are we at here? Did I miss something from Nuggets? Deep fried hamster is the nickname for it in the Air Force and my dad. Yeah, I, I figured that's what you meant, Jacob. I, I actually, as soon as I read it, I figured it out. But the original thought of deep fried hamster sounded crazy. Uh, so let's see. Isn't VFA 31 on the Ronald Reagan? Uh, that changes all the time. That depends on where the home port is for the Reagan and who's assigned to that carrier strike group. So VFA, the VFA squadron that goes onto the ships changes. So I don't know the answer to that. Maybe they were at some point. It's definitely very possible. I don't remember. I thought it was VFA 41 when I was on there, 41, but I honestly don't remember. Are you into lifting at all? If so, what are your maxes? Uh, dry those. So we just, my, my max bench is probably like, um, 250 or 275 right now. My max squat is probably like 225 or something. It's not very impressive. And my max deadlift, maybe like 315, 335. My max numbers are low now. I'm a little older. I need to preserve my ability to just move my body around. So I'm not really so worried nowadays about how much I can lift. It's just a matter of getting up and doing it. Um, back in the day, back in the day, it was all about how much I could lift. By the way, guys, I want to remind you, there is a fire video on Patreon right now that is available for any tier patron. I just spent all night working on this video all day yesterday and all night editing this awesome video where I break down 
scenes in movies that have drones, drone scenes, drone sequences, and that video is available to watch on Patreon right now at any tier patron. But if you do join Patreon at the elite tier to support this channel and help it grow, then on your second month, I will send you an elite tier patron Scuttlebutt Show t-shirt that is available only on Patreon. You can't get it anywhere else. It's not in the store. And by the way, the store is full of awesome merch at scuttlebuttshow.com. Let's see. Uh, is it true KP duty is actually serious work being that it's extremely important pots, pans, and utensils are clean. And you could also learn some food service. Uh, it's true that it's extremely important. It's true that it's definitely something that is looked down upon, but I guarantee you if it wasn't there, people would be freaking out. It's an important duty and it's not a job. It's not a rate. You get temporarily assigned to that kind of stuff. So you only have to do it for a little while and you have to do it when you're junior. So you have to, uh, you have to put in your work. Everyone has to do what's called cranking. And when you go cranking, you go do TAD to one of those jobs and everyone does it. Let's see. Not enough to be a chef, but kill some time. Let's see. Still some. Wait, I just totally made up words there. Not enough to be a chef, but still some. Uh, I wish I was born rich instead of good looking, Larry says. <laughs> the interview you said you got lost on an aircraft carrier, I meant. Yes, you remember that? I got lost on the aircraft carrier talking to uh, Regal. That was great. My max deadlift when I was 13 was like 200. That's awesome, Nuggets. I knew a chick on the Reagan. She was in YN3 and VFA 22, the fighting Red Cox, actual squadron name. Yeah, VFA 22. Nice. The Reagan was an awesome ship to be on. 250, well, the most I ever bench was like 195 or 205. Uh, I've always had a good bench, actually. I don't know. It's always been a strong suit of mine. Try an Armadrone. I want to. Regal. That's why they call them Hellfires. Yes, Hellfires. You got to see this new video I just posted. I'll send it to you. I hated when people got assigned to the DFAC as KP for punishments because then we had to keep them doing uh, from doing wild crap. That's true. That is true. A lot of times people get sent to the galley to go do work as like punishment. And when they do that, what happens is... They get treated extra bad down there, and then they act out worse. And a lot of times, they deserve it, frankly. Just dirtbag sailors who can't do their job and can't take their job seriously, so they have to go down to the defect to do it, to just do manual labor. We've got, if you feel like you don't want to answer this, Skip, what was your scariest moment in your time of service? Um, let's see. I think this might be hard to believe, but the scariest moment, the most scared that I ever was, was, I think it's because I was young. It's because I was young and it's going to sound stupid. I mean, I've been shot at. I've almost been blown up by an IED. I've had scarier things happen. Flying on helicopters through Afghanistan, all this stuff, right? But the actually the most scared I can ever remember being was on an aircraft carrier at night with the ship in deceptive lighting and I didn't have a light and everything went dark on me. And I literally could not see my hand in front of my face. I mean, I can't explain to you guys how dark it gets out at sea. Um, out at sea on a ship at night with no moon is the darkest you'll ever experience. Like there was nothing. Justin, what's up? Welcome to the chat. Uh, there was nothing. You couldn't see anything. And I remember freaking out because I knew I was near an edge of the ship and not every edge of the ship has a catwalk. So there's areas of the ship that you can walk off the side. So I remember freaking out 
laying down on the ground and on my hands and knees crawling to somewhere that I could figure out where I was. And, and I never, my eyes never adjusted. I never was able to see. So in that whole experience, I never got to a point where I could see. I was blinded by the darkness the whole time until I got inside. And I was like, screw that. I am never going out there again without a light, without some kind of light. So that, and this is before smartphones. So there was no cell phone. I didn't have any cell phone, nothing like that. No cell phone flashlight. I just happened to be up on the flight deck. The ship went to deceptive lighting and I was totally blind. I mean, I remember thinking there's a good chance I'm going to go overboard right now because I just cannot see. And I knew I was near an edge. So let's see. I hope that answers your question. Um, I missed, I messed cranked in the scullery better than being in the galley. I did officer stateroom cranking, which was the best that you can get. Um, and I cleaned officer staterooms and left mints under pillow. That is not a joke. That is true. I have a little bit of shame about that, but it was, it was my job at the time. I think the shame is that that's actually a true thing is that we would leave mints on the pillows for the officers. We had three E7s do KP because they missed curfew. That's awesome. A Nimitz class carrier is actually that huge that you could get lost. Oh yeah, easily. My hair is actually brown, Lucas. It probably just looks black on camera. Um, Justin in the house. Faze Obama, what's up? Welcome to the chat. Nothing but bioluminescence. Yes, if there's that. So yes, FEI, I love when it's overcast. It's Bering Sea at night. In Bering Sea at night. We would treat people nicely because stop just nice outsiders, but some people have legit issues when they got punished. Is that in the... Uh, in the, when they were cranking? Yes, true. That's true. Totally. I agree with you. What is your most proudest moment in the military? Mm. Uh, that's a tough question to answer. Most proudest moment in the military. It's hard to say. The fact that I got out with an honorable discharge. Like, everyone, you might think that that's easy, right? You might go that getting out with an honorable discharge is just some, like, automatic thing. But there's things that could happen along the way that can derail your career, including at work. You can make a mistake at work, any of this stuff. The fact that I, I just completed my service honorably is probably my most proud achievement. Um, the only time I feared for my life in the Navy was a taxi ride in Naples, Italy. Justin, were you on that, that putt putt bike with me, the tuk tuk, when we were dangling our feet off the side and there was like three of us on it? Justin, were you there in the Philippines? I, I might change my answer. My scariest answer might be riding a motorcycle taxi, tuk-tuk, through the streets of the Philippines with, my, with me sitting over one side of it like this and another guy sitting over another side like this and somebody else in like a sidecar. And we're like, my feet were hitting cars on either side of us and I thought for sure I was going to die. Uh, but it's okay because you could buy a fifth of vodka for a dollar. So we were fine. We were okay. Sounds familiar. Uh, stargazing is a great hobby in the Navy, for sure. The most beautiful night sky you'll ever see. Damn, that is scary, Faze Obama says. It was. Let's see. The only time I fear for my life in the Navy was tax ride in Naples, Italy. Yeah, the guy thought he was Mario Andretti. Okay, thank you. I stand even more correct. That's even more reason to intended purpose of starboard and port if that, that kind of darkness. Did you like sleeping in a rack? Was it uncomfortable or was it bearable? It was great. Oh, I loved it. I loved sleeping in a rack. A rack, not Iraq. 
I didn't sleep great in Iraq, but in Iraq on the ship, best sleep you'll ever get, except for all the things that like wake you up, like other people, man overboard drills, people ripping open your curtains to see who you are. And if you're supposed to be at work or not, because they're assholes and they have nothing better to do. Uh, people waking you up because they have cleaning stations. If you're night shift, if you actually get to go to sleep and it's lights out and you're in your rack and the only noise you hear is the air conditioner blowing and you're in that little like cramped space. If you have claustrophobia, it might not be for you, but I don't, I like, you know, tight, you know, closed spaces feels cozy to me and the ships just gently rocking like this all around rocking best sleep of my life on the ship. I know plenty of guys that lost their good conduct because of drinking related offenses. Oh, it's so easy. It's so easy. Was riding the tuk-tuk like riding a chopper? Uh, no, no, it's nothing like that. I do have some horror stories of people who are in Leavenworth for life for purposely transmitting a disease amongst others. Wow. That's scary. Let's see. Have you heard the song Christmas in Afghanistan by that one PFC? I don't think I have. Did you ever get to participate in yearly rim pack? I never did rim pack. I never did rim pack. I actually am proud that I never did rim pack. I never wanted to. I, uh, I, I was only on Westpacks. Watches Apple invent the Iraq as tech bed for the DOD. Uh, yes, please. My best sleep was at waterline on the skin of the ship on a single spot. Yep. On the waterline. So I slept on the O3 level of the carrier. And so it would definitely rock around quite a bit. But when we were on the small ship, the bridge, the USNS bridge, we slept on the, was it the mess deck or was it one below the mess deck? Well, we were down there by the waterline and we had bigger racks and that was pretty good. Actually, that was nice. Let's see any enlisted tonight. I think I'm going to play battlefield. So everyone yesterday was telling me I got to get battlefield. So I got battlefield five. It's installed. It's ready to go. So after the show, I'll walk my dog and we'll go play some battlefield. Maybe, um, I do have one story that we got to get to. I, I, I am going to, there was this story about a corpsman, the most decorated corpsman in the Navy. And although I do want to share that with you guys, I actually think I might save it because I, I want to spend the right amount of time on it. And we just talked this whole time about questions. So I don't want to do it any disservice, but it being 1042 already, there is one more thing we got to do on the show today. My grandpa told me stories on how he used to sleep underneath the flight deck and how it was loud as hell. So if you sleep underneath the flight deck, you could be either underneath the catapult or the, uh, the wire, the arresting gear, right? So if you're underneath the catapult, when that thing fires, I don't know how it is on the new class of carriers, but when that thing fires and the cat hits the front end and the ship goes off, there's this like explosion of energy and you, it's a, and you get knocked like you can, you get shook uh, if you're up there because it actually rocks the entire ship. And on AOR's birthing was on 01 under the Hilo flight deck. So 01 out of how many? How many O's did it have? Because the O3 level was right below the flight deck on the carrier. So if you were up there, every time that aircraft goes off the cat, you would get rocked. And that was pretty, uh, that was pretty disruptive. I got my Asus AR-15 today, my table and headset come tomorrow, and the Mad Cat's mouse comes in like next week. Nice. Awesome. Asus A15. That's awesome, dude. Begin on the games. Audra, what's up? Welcome to the chat. So I do want to do one thing with you guys before we uh, wrap up today. Friday out here in Okinawa, Japan. I had a, This is awesome. Maybe we should do question and answer Fridays from now on because that was great. I do have one more story I want to get to, which is that the army, okay? I, I, I'm going to try to be open-minded here. Okay. And my criticism of this 
is probably not what you're going to think it is. All right. The army has come under fire because they've had to disable the comments on their new video on YouTube because the comments are getting so disturbing over their new recruiting commercial, the calling. So the army disabled comments on a series of new recruiting commercials meant to reach potential recruits, small backgrounds after being bombarded by criticism that the service is too woke. And I'm not here to tell you that the army is too woke. Okay. That's not my criticism. I think they're telling a great story, but I do have criticism that I'm going to get to after we watch it. The new series called the calling posted YouTube May 4th showcases real soldiers and their stories in an animated format. One video features a corporal who discusses her fairly typical childhood in which she took ballet and played the violin and some other stuff that we're going to get to. So after posting this, a week after the series launched, the Army said it had to disable comments on the videos on May 12th after seeing a significant uptick in negative commentary, which were not aligned with Army values, according to Laura DeFrancisco, a spokeswoman for the Army Enterprise Marketing Office. Uh, you can imagine what those comments were like. I get death threats on my channel for being too liberal sometimes or being too conservative or which I'm neither of those things. So it's kind of crazy. Philip with a $5 super chat for thanks for Q and a Philip. Thank you so much. I appreciate that a great deal. And, uh, and by the way, Philip, well, I'm glad to see you in the chats now regularly. Uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more about you. If you want to email me at thescotabishow.gmail.com. I feel like I've gotten to know everybody in the audience pretty well. So whenever somebody new comes in, I'd always like to get to know a little bit about them. So out of respect for our soldiers and their families, we have disabled the comments. It's unclear what the comments specifically said, but the series has been used by conservative news sites and others. I saw, actually think that I saw this on Fox News as an example of the military being too woke. Like I said, I'm not here. I'm not going to tell you that I think that the problem is wokeness with this video. I have a totally different problem with it, and I'm going to talk to you about what it is. My feelings are not hurt about this video. My belief in the strength of the military is not affected. Uh, I have no problem with that. Did I ever cover the space officer that was fired for calling the military attorney Marxist? I did. We covered that earlier this week. Uh, that episode is available on podcast, I believe now, and it's also available to rewatch on YouTube. And uh, I can probably summarize my thoughts on that after this. But let's see. The article here from Task and Purpose goes on to talk a lot about the video and they have their opinions. But let's do this. Let's watch the video and I'm going to tell you what I think about it. And we'll be reasonable and objective. All right, let's do that. You guys know how I like to be with this kind of thing. So let's watch the video. Let's see. This is the story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot Missile Defense Systems. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. So right off the bat, I mean, you can see where this is going, right? A little girl raised by two moms uh, you can imagine what, what, what this is like triggering in the, the wokeness, uh, aspect because her parents are, are, are gay and people are having a problem with this portrayal of, you know, this person in the army and her values and stuff. I don't, 
I don't personally have any issue with it. This is it based on a real person. So I think that their story is as important as anybody else's, okay? I'm gonna get to what I think is wrong with this video here in a little bit. Let's just keep watching for now. Although I had a fairly typical childhood, took ballet, played violin, I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Doctors said she might never walk again, but she tapped into my family's pride to get back on her feet, eventually standing at the altar to marry my other mom. Like, that's nice. That's a nice story. I don't have any issue with that. That's heartwarming stuff. What's the problem so far? Uh, it's about to turn, though. It's about to take a turn. With such powerful role models, I finished high school at the top of my class and then attended UC Davis, where I joined a sorority full of other strong women. But as graduation approached, I began feeling like I'd been handed so much in life, a sorority girl stereotype. Sure, I'd spent my life around inspiring women, but what had I really achieved on my own? One of my sorority sisters was studying abroad in Italy. Another was climbing Mount Everest. I needed my own adventures, my own challenge. And after meeting with an army recruiter, I found it. A way to prove my inner strength and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way. So here's where this video kind of takes a turn for me, which is, and correct me if you think that I'm wrong here, okay? Just leave it in the comments. Are they saying that, that there's like some kind of guilt factor here was why she should join the army? Like she's made to feel guilty for having not accomplished more when she seems to be doing great. Like everything that they've showed so far, she seems to be doing great. She's on the right track. What is the problem? Why should she feel bad about anything? She's doing so good. Is she supposed to like feel negative about her life up to this point because it's been good? Like, I don't understand the logic there. And then the army is going to target her, like the, this person, this idea of who she is and say, the army is a great place to, you know, cut your teeth. You should enlist. I know you just went to college and got a degree, but have you ever considered giving all that up and enlisting in the army? Yeah, not, yeah, don't worry about going officer. We got a great job for you right here. You can be a PFC. You can be a PV2. And is the army really going to stand there in front of us and put this commercial out as if the army is the best place to be if you're a woman or gay or anything? Have we not covered enough stories on the Scuttlebutt show to know that the army maybe needs to look in the mirror and maybe make a change like Michael Jackson said? and get their own stuff sorted before they go, hey, this is the right place for you. We've got the environment that you're going to thrive in. Walk away from college. Come join the army. This is where this starts to get a little off track for me. These are my problems with it, and I have a couple other problems with it too that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone Lord, and I answered my calling.
Here's, here's my other problem with this, okay? It's not this story or who she is. It doesn't feel too woke for me. I have none of those problems with this video, to be totally honest with you. It's just another story of a person in the military. I think it's a fine story. And I want to remind you guys a little, bit hist a little history here in a second. But what do you think these commercials cost? And how many people do you think they're going to reach with this? I, my instinct is that the return on investment here is going to be low. My other instinct is this is the army begging for a second chance. Okay. This is just like, this is just like when the bachelor, right? Fired Chris Harrison because he didn't condemn a contestant for going to a party that might've been considered uh, culturally insensitive. All he did was not condemn her and they fired him saying that they don't stand for that kind of stuff. When the bachelor has been under fire for 20 years for being a racist program and the way that they treat minorities on that show. So what they do is they throw somebody else under the bus and go, look, we're good. It's not us. It's not the organization. It's the individuals that have, we had a problem with. No, we're good. When the blame should be completely focused inward on leadership in the organization. The army is not today the best place for someone like Emma. She should be commissioned for one, or at least I want to hear her explanation of the fact that a commission must have been offered to her because that's the law. If you're a college graduate with a bachelor's degree, they have to tell you about an officer program before you enlist and give you that opportunity. So then she enlists in the army and we're going to pretend like the army hasn't been ransacked with harassment and assault and rape and murder for like ever. Is that what I'm supposed to go with here? It seems like a waste of money. It seems like too late messaging that the army's trying to deflect big time here all of their problems into saying that they're the branch that is most accepting of all of this when the Navy's been way better at this for way longer. I mean, the Marine Corps too, frankly, the army might be the worst branch at this. They might, we had that story about the army burying EO complaints for years at the Pentagon. I just, my problem here is I don't believe the army. I just don't believe them. I think they're full of it. I think what they're saying in this video is just not true. That's my problem with this video. I, I'm, I, I'm all good with Emma. I'd probably be friends with, she'd probably be somebody I'd be friends with. I, I don't, the wokeness is not a factor to me here. I just don't believe the army. And just but for everyone complaining about wokeness factor here, let me just remind you, I brought this up with somebody else I was talking to offline the other day. There was a time where people said repealing don't ask, don't tell would be the end of the military. And it obviously was not. All types of people have been serving in the military since the inception of the military. Okay? Just because the laws change doesn't mean things are going to change. They've always been this way. People have just had to hide who they are and what they're into. That's the only difference. Everybody's in the military. It takes all types. Okay? It takes all types. It takes men and women and gay and straight and trans have been serving in the army since the beginning of time. So if people join now legally who are allowed to do it and live their lives outwardly, that's the only difference. Okay. Emma, you played yourself and the army played you too. That's what I think. That's the problem with this video. 
it's not the wokeness, okay? So for everyone who's saying the army is too woke and all this stuff, now you have my two cents on it. The army is not too woke. They're too full of BS is what I think. Let me check the comments here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, um, join the Marines. Army strong together. She got scammed to enlisting and not going officer. Yeah, Daniel, you're right. Sounds like guilt factor because she's comparing herself to others too. I understand what the military is trying to do with these videos, but personally, I believe when the military tries to boost certain people up because of how they look and identify, I don't think it's guilt as much as being young and trying to prove oneself there. Well, that's what she said. She wanted to prove herself, right? But the art, but who's the army targeting? People who feel bad that they haven't had a chance to prove themselves. You know what I mean? Let's see. She made every great choice in her life except not joining the Marines. Army, best place to be. Kaiser, that's obviously not true. Uh, rich white guilt. Still, though, should have joined the Marines. Female from Cali, two moms, activists, checking all the intersectional boxes. Larry, I've got no issue here with any of that. Is the Army going to start calling me about my extended warranty? Uh, white people, go join the Navy. Um, let's see. Hang on. Uh, what do we got here? Is in reality, the Navy is no better, but it all depends on the people. I guess all the branches are the same and the same service has a good history in general. Let's see, just my opinion. If you go through life with yourself, you will either suffer or live a miserable life. If we go through it together, we will all go through it together. Does this have to do with honor and integrity? Well, I believe in what you said about going through it together. Uh, why are we all critiquing these people's stories? Maybe they're happy they joined the army. I'm not critiquing their story at all. I'm, critique, I, I'm saying I don't believe the army is my problem with this whole thing. They're just hoping people's memoirs are completely crap so that they can catch stupid people. A problem is a problem and all the branches have problems. Go Navy, beat Army. Max, channeling that spirit. Let's go. Go Navy, beat Army. Let's see. You ain't woke, bro. Uh, let's see. Critical theory is a weaponized ideology rooted in Marxism. It is not good for anyone and it aims to pit us against each other. What does that benefit our adversaries? That's a whole nother conversation. Damn, Max called out the Army. I always call out the Army. That's, this is my, this channel, channel should be called calling out the army daily. Nikki MGTV, by the way, I promoted your video for you on the army soldier tweet thing. Uh, it's a great video. Better than the weird CGI splitting cells at yes, techno ruffles. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying she went enlisted because that's who she wants to march with. Uh, well, maybe, but I say she should have gone officer. Uh, Dan says, yeah, the problem is when those things there become more important than the mission qualification is taking a back seat. I don't think so. I don't think so. And that goes back to what I said about, um, the fact that this is not something that's changing now. It's always been this way. So it's not something that just happened. That commercial says nothing about that or any particular MOS. No prob army. Just got a prob join the Marines. Donnie just hit 100 K boys. Oh, congrats. DW congratulations to DWK videos for hitting a hundred thousand. Uh, you know, I've only been on YouTube for a year, Nikki, Donnie, some of the other people, AO Nixo, they've been on here for four, five, six, seven years. So congrats to them and all the success that they're having. Does Navy do artillery or is that just an army thing? The Navy does artillery from ships. People are like, why don't you bash the Navy? And I'm like, we don't do as much stupidity. Ha <laughs> ha. Yes. It's so true. Why don't I bash the Navy? I don't know. Why don't stories that are bad about the Navy ever come through my inbox? You got to ask yourself. I get army murder, army rape, army EO complaint every day in my inbox. And the Navy just doesn't have that kind of PR. All the Navy's bad PR comes from SF. So, which is like the worst possible thing you can imagine. And the way that they waste money in the Navy, which is uh, astronomically 
a high rate of wasting money. Chris, nobody cares. Didn't he? Uh, uh, I say congrats to DWK videos. They seem always been good to me. Um, let's see. Navy is just that good. Okay, guys. It's 11 a.m. out here in Okinawa, Japan. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. By the way, like I said, and I want to emphasize this, Patreon, right now, you can join at any tier, any amount per month, and you get access to my brand new video, Navy Drone Pilot Breaks Down Navy Drone Movies. So if you guys are already patrons, shout out to all my patrons in the chat. Robert, welcome to the Patreon Club. Uh, You guys can go access that video right now. I'm pretty... I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty good. We definitely, I definitely had a lot of fun making it. So I hope you guys have a lot of fun watching it. Um, today was a fun episode. Maybe we'll do Q and a Fridays because that was really good. Nikki Navy just better at not getting caught. Haha, <laughs> maybe. So we're going to take a break now while I go walk my dog and I'm going to get back and get on some battlefield five and look, for, look out this weekend for me and Nikki MGTV jumping on playing some squad. I think that's going to happen. So hope you guys are having a great week. I hope it's a great Thursday night back there in the United States for you guys. Love you guys. Love this audience. I hope you guys enjoyed this week with me. We went five days in a row with great episodes and videos and stories, and we had a great time. We've been doing a lot of gaming and all that stuff. It's been a blast. With all that being said, I do look forward to talking to you guys very, very soon on the game. Until then, I'm out for now.